Hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm really, really, really like slacking, honestly. It's not really a slacking. I have this thing where if I'm just not feeling it, I don't want to be ingenuine and just not give 100% to something that I'm doing. And if I, like you don't have any idea how many actual like recordings I have. I have like a million. But I just didn't feel like anything was good enough. But, you know, that's, it's all about growing. It's all about learning. This process is going to always be something that I'm working to get better at. So, you know, I like, you know, I'm going to just make another one and just continue to try and then just watch the progression. So today we're going to talk about, you know, being, not being alone, but just being comfortable with yourself and loving yourself and liking yourself. And I know we... You know, self-love, it should have always been a thing, but it's more of a thing now. Self-care, self-love, it's it's mainstream now, although we always should have been doing this. It's more of a focus place on it now. And I had a gentleman ask me today, actually, how did you be, you know, how did you begin the process of liking yourself? And the crazy part is, um, I mean, I'm very comfortable with myself now, but it has been a, it's been a process. And... I thought that was a really interesting topic because I think people think that um, liking yourself and loving yourself is something easy to come by. You just put it in your head that it, I love myself and then boom, you're there. And that is not true at all. Um, it is a it's a tough thing. It's, it's hard. It, it takes dedication. It takes intention um, for my for myself. I truly had to be really, really self-reflective and really become the expert on me. Um, I had to be confident in who I was and not confident in the sense of self-esteem, but confident in the way that you can't tell me anything about me because I know myself backwards and forwards. I know the ins, the outs. I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. So once I became so um, invested in getting to know myself, I was able to really truly find out my buttons and my and my triggers and my likes and my dislikes and I think we have like a very superficial view sometimes of ourselves like you know there's some things obviously you don't like some things you do like but then getting to the deep-seated root reason why you don't like certain things really can be revealing to your character and I remember one time um, in an attempt to really understand the part I played in my own life because I just felt as if I was out of control like I felt not saying I was wild. I'm saying like literally I did not control what was happening in my life. I felt like everyone around me, their energy was over, you know, it was far surpassing my own and it was taking over and it was just engulfing me. And I was behaving in in a way that I didn't think was, you know, um, like consistent with who I thought that I was inside. And so I remember I went on a vow of silence and I did this for a week. And my process was... Uh, of course, I had to go to work. So I will say, okay, I'm not, I'm going to talk at work, but it's going to be very minimal. But when I leave work, I will not be discussed. I will not talk like no verbal communication whatsoever. And the pro and the purpose was that was I just wanted to see the part that I played in my life and the, and the things that were happening in my life because I was experiencing just a lot of drama. And I said, I don't, I want to know what part I actually played. And then I also felt like I wasn't being heard. So I'm like, if I'm not being heard and I'm still getting hit with, so much you know stress and drama and just like getting blamed for certain things and again things being mis you know misinterpreted and misconstrued and I'm like but you're not hearing me so I did that 
And it really gave me insight into like the parts I play and how I contribute to the issues that are going on in my life. And it gave me a lot of, um, I don't know, it just gave me a lot of information about who I am as a person. And it helped me to like reframe some of the ways that I respond to people. And it was like, a, it was an amazing experiment. And I feel like, you know, it's extreme, but for me, um, it was necessary. And so aside from really just tapping into who you are and really trying to get to know yourself on a personal level, on a deep level, um, the next thing I would say, if you want, if you're trying to be comfortable with yourself, to like yourself, you have to embrace the things you don't like. And I know that sounds like, you know, the complete opposite of what you would want to do initially. You're you know, initial reaction would be to fix it, to change it. And I'm not saying don't change it, but in, for the time being, because you can't change overnight, for the time being, if it's something you do not like about yourself, you need to embrace it because it's a part of you. You can't hate a part of you and then and then say you want to like yourself. Uh, and there are parts of it that you don't like. You can, simul- you can most certainly, you know, still love yourself while, while trying to change yourself. And I had to tell myself that, like, you don't like certain things about yourself, but they're a part of you at this moment. You can't say you don't like them because then you're saying you don't like a part of you. So my thing was loving every part of myself. It took a lot of self-affirmations and talking myself up and not giving into any kind of destructive thought processes. And that's really what I had to do. And I had to be intentional about it. In the morning, I would look at myself in the mirror and I would just talk to the parts of me I did not like internally and externally. And I would say, you know, I love you. Um, I would just say it. I love you. I love you. And this is something that I had to do all the time because um, it was hard for me to get past those negative um, thoughts that I had about myself. So it was hard for me to move on in the process of liking myself and loving myself. So once I challenged those thoughts and once I was able to put them into perspective and understand that I'm always I'm I'm forever on a, a path of growth and I'm always working towards bettering myself and you know it's always going to be something you it's not nothing's perfect. So when I um when I did that the next thing I did I spent a lot of time with myself. Um I've been going on little solo dates for a long time for many years. But it wasn't until maybe the last four years that I've been really, really, I really enjoy my company. I had to force myself. I spent time with myself. I took myself out on dates. I, I'm not saying I pamper myself and I did, but I mean, sometimes I do, but usually no, I just spend time with myself. Um, I write and I'm, and I'm always thinking and I'm always trying to do better for myself because I am honestly my favorite person. I don't know if I sound narcissistic and honestly, I don't think it's narcissistic because I, I don't put myself above everybody I honestly put other people before myself all the time but I'm my favorite person because I know myself more than I've ever known anyone I don't know anyone better than I know myself and it's just such a it's such a feeling of contentment when you're able to be around you know people who are genuine and want the best for you and I want the best for myself more than anyone else wants the best for me so being alone and going to dinner and going to the movies and going to shows by myself and you know I know I'll because I know I'm going to enjoy it because this is something I like to do I know myself I don't have to worry about are they entertained like I have this whole thing where I'm like when I invite people out I wonder if they're like what I like and I'm under so much pressure to entertain it's none of that when I go out with myself and People are always like, I can't see how you do that. Well, in the beginning, it wasn't easy. But as I um, really was on this journey to love myself and just embrace the single, 
the singleness um that my life you know that was the status of my life and the moment I just began to really you know understand who I was and I like who I am like I love who I am I really enjoy my own company I really enjoy you know um the things the things that I do by myself I oftentimes will enjoy those moments more so than the times I spend with other people and I don't know if that's the healthiest thing um I try not to just be super reclusive. I try to incorporate other people into my daily routines mostly. You know, I'm always running, ripping, and running with other people. But when it comes to certain things, I just feel like I really do it by myself. Like, I go on hikes a lot. I like to go by myself. Um, it's, like, it's nice to go with others. But sometimes you just want to do your own thing, go at your own pace, um, reflect. And you don't want to, you know, be worried about, like I said, entertaining the masses. But yeah, like it was, it's just a, it's a continuous journey that I think that people um, take for granted and there's work to be done just with anything. Anything that's worth having is worth working for and um, it's just not going to come. We're so, we're so conditioned by society to put on different face, different masks and portray different people that we really are not. And then we allow others to insert their opinions about who we are and we internalize these images and these, and these ideals and we attribute it to ourselves and I had to like stop doing that like I was like absolutely not you can call me anything in the book and that's the funny thing you can call me anything in the book if I don't and I'm not saying I'm all about constructive criticism if it's something that is constructive okay I might take it in and I might do some you know I might do some um some sort of I don't know some kind of make some kind of change but if it's something that is completely like off base and I don't I, I don't connect with it and I don't see it applying to me and I'm just like, well, that's not me. I don't, I don't, it doesn't have any bearing on anything that I do. Like, I honestly don't care what people think about me if it doesn't have any, if it doesn't hold any weight. And the only way you can be like that is if you know yourself. If like people say, oh, if somebody called me, I don't even care, I don't even care to even like entertain the kind of behaviors and, and things I've heard about myself, but when you know yourself, those things don't those things don't bother you. And it's not saying, oh, I don't care what people gotta say about me. No, I think you should care the I think you should care about your image and the you know, the way people perceive you, but not to the point where it completely debilitates you and you start taking on um people's opinions of you as law and you don't have a firm foundation in who you are, you're not rooted and grounded, that's when it becomes dangerous. Um, I took a lot. I, I had to like honestly kind of step away for a while when I was really began be, um, beginning to learn myself. I st- I stepped away from social media. Um, I didn't. I wasn't on social media for like eight, two years. Like, I mean, I would go on, but I wasn't posting. I didn't need that. I didn't need the who's gonna like this and who's gonna comment and what they gotta say and hearing things and such and such. I don't. I didn't need it, and I don't care for it. So now it honestly means nothing to me. <laughs> like. Now, I don't, and I know that's some people's way of life, and that's, their, that's how they make their money, and, and you know, kudos, but if I, I couldn't do it, and people, you know, you're better than me, I, I couldn't live under such scrutiny, like, all the time, and it would make me very angry, <laughs> because at this point, I don't get, I'm not getting sad, I'm getting mad, because I'm like, you don't tell me who I am, I know who I am, I've taken the time, I've put in the work to find out who I am, and, um, like I said, it's, it's it's a process and it's never ending and you're you're changing. And I had to, and the one thing I can say 
that was key was understanding that I'm not who I used to be. Um, I used to be super, super like, okay, I'm super happy now, but man, it was crazy. And I was like, man, I want to go back to her. I want to go back to being super loving and happy and jolly and all that good stuff. And I was like, but you have to realize like your experiences, have, your experiences have shaped the way you are now. And you can't go back to that. She's, she knows too much, you know, like I, I'm not in high school anymore. I'm not, you know, I can't, I can be a better version of that for this, for, and, and how, and, you know, for what's required now. You need a little bit more backbone now because you have to deal with different situations. You need a, bit, a little bit more, you know, I don't know. It's just, I just, the things that I have acquired through life and through experiences, you know, they're necessary. And I just, um, had to really, really buckle down and understand that it's not going to go back to the way it was. I can't be that girl. And this is who I am now. I kept trying to deny who I am, but this is who I am. And I, it's not that I didn't like her. I just didn't recognize her because I didn't get time. I didn't take the time to get to know her. And, um, that's just the advice that I would have, you know, I mean, the gentleman asked me today, you know, and I, and I really hope that I gave him some good insights and some good advice about how to love yourself and how to begin the process of loving yourself and liking yourself and being content in your, um, in your solitude. Like, um, solitude is so amazing. Once you become, once you become aware of who you are, like the contentment that just comes over your body is just something that you can't explain verbally, but you just feel it. You don't even ask the questions. You wouldn't even question going about, you wouldn't question, you know, the idea of going out by yourself. That's not something that would be like, oh, I don't, you wouldn't even second think, second guess it because it's something natural. Because you were like, yeah, I'll go. Like, you're so content and so comfortable with yourself. It would be just something that you're like, hey, yeah, you you know, I can't find anybody to go. And even if you did find somebody, it's like, I'd rather go by myself. And because I like myself. Because, I mean, I I haven't met anyone who, you know, can, can connect with me in a way where I'm completely 100% comfortable with myself. Like, you know, and I've reached that point in my life with with you know, myself, and that wasn't always the case, and I, if for some reason, I mean, for some people, you know, they had, they, they never had a point in their life where they had to really, like, get to know themselves, like themselves, but I, I wasn't lucky enough, I, um, had to take the journey, and, um, I know a lot of people out there are also trying to take that same journey, and those are just some of the things that I did, and, um, I hope it helps, and, you know, it's just one of those things that is going to take time, but it's worth it in the end. And you will enjoy your life so much more when you learn to love who you are. It's just it's just a byproduct of loving yourself. It's just life will become more full and it's just going to just, just have a happier existence. And I just really hope, you know, this kind of gave some people a little bit of insight. And if you're struggling with self-love and self-care, I hope you take some of these um, suggestions on how to love yourself. I mean, you don't have to go to StreamX to take a vow of silence, but you should probably journal. You should probably write things down because that's how you really bring them to the forefront and bring them to reality. My dad told me if you don't write it down, it doesn't exist. And when it's in your mind, it doesn't exist. But once you bring it to the world, you put it on paper, it's it's out there. And I think that's really important. So um, spend time with yourself and, you know, get to know yourself. You might have to force it in the beginning. But eventually you'll see. Eventually you'll be able to get a grasp of who you are. 
And when you get a grasp who you are, no one can tell you different. No one can tell you who you are once you know yourself. Once you're confident in the knowledge of who you are, you become unstoppable, honestly. You know your capabilities, you know your weaknesses. No one can do anything to you. There are no threats. You are your own biggest supporter, and you can be your own worst enemy. And I hope that you would never, you know, ever appeal to the latter. But, you know, you 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 support yourself. You know what you're capable of, and you know exactly how to reach your goals in the way that is very specific to you. So it's just amazing. It's just so, so many benefits to taking that time and really trying to learn yourself. And it looks so different for different people. I know people go off and they'll go away for like a year and if only I could. (laughs) But, you know, it could just be any small thing to start really just honing in on who you are. And I promise you the benefits are honestly endless. So that's what, you know, my hope is for you guys to really tune in, love yourself, know yourself you know, and just really stay in tune and stay in touch with who you are at all times. And if you lost yourself, you know, seek, seek, seek yourself out, go find, go find who you are, reinvent yourself. You're, we're always changing. We're always growing. I guarantee who you find is not who you lost. It's a completely different person and tap in ever so often because you can't rely on the past person, you know, to lead your future. You have to realize that we're always changing and we're always growing and life is always going to require different things out of us and you're gaining strengths and you're gaining different um you're gaining different types of tools to handle different situations and with those tools you're actually like um <clears throat> you're like nourishing like a different part of yourself that you never even knew was there and you're just kind of like helping it to like grow and once it's there you have to acknowledge it it's it's you know like give credit to it and be okay with the changes because they're all a part of you and it's all a part of life so that's my spiel for today and I really hope it helps someone out um I mean this is that was my process obviously it's different for everybody but there's bits and pieces that you can take from anybody's situation and try to you know apply it to your life in whatever way that you see fit so I hope that's something that you're able to do. And um, I would love, you know, to get more questions like this because, you know, I'm not an expert on everything. I'm only an expert on things that have happened to me. But I know that my experiences have, you know, they can be relative to some of the things that others experience. And that's the whole point of this podcast. It's just to share experiences to try to heal ourselves and try to learn, you know, some of my life's lessons through other people's eyes and just see how we can all come together and help one another. So that's my spiel and it was so awesome to talk to you today and I'll catch you guys next time. Bye.